Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. From all of us in the writing community, we just think you're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Welcome to another episode of Words and Nerds, where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. Today, I welcome Michelle Upton, writer of short stories, including two longlisted in the Australian Writers' Centre Furious Fiction competition. Today, we talk about her debut novel, Terms of Inheritance. Welcome, Michelle. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Danny. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Thank you. It's very surreal to be here. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting because, um, you know, we haven't met before, even, you know, on Zoom like we are now. And I feel like I know you because I'm always seeing, you know, your name pop up on socials or always commenting on each other's stuff. So I was going to thank you for being such a supporter. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about you. And I was thinking, Oh, that's how I feel about Danny, but she's probably like, oh, who is that person? <laughs> no, <Not laughs> and, and then you said that to me, it's like, oh, my world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny world we live in. I think, um, you know, 2020 kind of just normalised all that stuff and you meet people in real life and you're like, I don't even think we've ever met before, but it doesn't even make a difference anymore. Yeah, you know, but so. we're already friends, you know. <laughs> yeah, the world is changing, probably in a cool way, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is. I like it a lot. Uh, you know, um, I've met so many. We've got a great writers group in Brisbane. And, you know, we all met via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember the first time oh, we were going to a meeting uh, and I said to my husband, oh, oh I'm just going to go to this meeting in the middle of Brisbane City Centre and I haven't met anybody and everybody's uh, everybody's from Twitter. Uh, and I'm like, you know, if, if you don't hear from me in two hours. <laughs> that's know? right. It sounds and, like a horror film, right? <laughs> it does, it does. That's right, that's right. That's the inciting incident. But uh, it didn't lead anywhere. It couldn't be a book because everyone was just gorgeous. So, you know, <laughs> and I just yeah. keep going back week, you know, month after month. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there's no no real story there other than meeting absolutely amazing people. <laughs> so I'm very lucky. Well, it's pretty cool because <laughs> I think that we were looking for connections so much when, you know, a lot of us were in lockdown. And so this yeah. just really gave us the opportunity to find the yeah. connections that I think we were just That's so right. craving. Well, I mean, my mum has just arrived from the UK two days ago and it's the first time I've seen her for three and a half years. So there's been lots of hugs and, you know, uh, but I'm just so grateful for FaceTime because I speak to my mom when I'm not at work. You know, I speak to her for, oh gosh, we, we talk about everything and nothing, you know, we could just go on for an hour, you know, we speak about an hour at a time. But, you know, I just kind of imagine, you know, if I'd come to Australia and we didn't have FaceTime, it would just be so hard and such a completely different experience. Um you know, so I think all the technology sort of was there for us at the right time because you're right, it was a very isolating time and in order and to have all those, you know, connections via Zoom or however we were communicating, I think that really helped. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Now we're gonna talk about your book. I know we're talking about, you know, go on tangents already, which is my favorite thing. Um but <laughs> we're gonna talk about your book Terms of Inheritance. So start me with an elevator pitch. Okay. So in terms of inheritance 
inheritance is about a dying multimillionaire, Jackie Turner, who is considered to be the epitome of success in the business world. But when it comes to being a mother, she believes she could have done a better job. And so rather than letting her four adult daughters automatically inherit her vast fortune, she sets each of them one task that she believes will help them to become better versions of themselves. So exhausted mother of three, Rose, she must write a children's picture book. Exercise hater Mel has got to run the Gold Coast Marathon. Isla, she's the eldest and the richest of all the sisters, and she has to figure out who she is beyond her wealth and status. And commitment-phobic Jess, she's the youngest of the sisters. She has to stay in a relationship for longer than three months. But if any of them fail, they all fail, and the entire inheritance goes to the Aussie Animal Rescue. (laughs) I love being in a relationship more than three months, not a year. Three months. No, no, no. Very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Which says a lot about, you know, the character. Right, that's right. Well, she's got her reasons for it kind of being that three months period. Her mom just wants to, you know, she's purposefully pushing her daughters all out of their comfort zone. You know, she can see their potential and, you know, she's kind of had this news uh, health-wise and, you know, before her time's up, she wants to, you know, see her daughters, you know, become the best versions of themselves if there is such a thing, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, in terms of inheritance, it was just such a lot of fun to write. It was a real blast. <laughs> <laughs> now, I really love the complexity of mother-daughter relationships, and I hear about this all the time, and, yeah. you know, it's in a lot of books. So tell me about exploring that and how that came to be. Oh, well, I'm, I mean, you know, families, you can't really choose who, you you know, your families are. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're your strongest foundation and they're going to shape you and who, who you become. And sometimes the relationships within families are really easy and, you know, they're just the best things. But sometimes they're, you know, really, really difficult. And um, one the main character, well, one of the uh, we start off with Rosie's story and kind of end with her. So she kind of bookends the the novel. Um, you know, she has a really strained relationship with Jackie Turner. Um, and, you know, she's we, we meet her and she's already put boundaries up um, with her relationship with the mom. But the thing is, it, when it comes to boundaries and, and families, you can put the boundaries up, but you know, you tend to get, it's so easy to get sucked in and for those boundaries to break down. You know, if it's, if it's a friendship or maybe your boyfriend, you know, if you want to put boundaries up, you can, you can almost just cut them off, you know, cut them out of your life. But when it comes to families, you know, you can easily get sucked back in, you know, if someone's uh, health changes or if someone passes away. And, uh, and it was really interesting when I was writing in terms of inheritance, how, you know, um, the sisters growing up together, how they would all, you know, they could all be in the same room, having the same, uh, what you would think to be the same experience, seeing the same thing, but all of them have got their own version of events. And that was, it, it was a lot of fun to play with those ideas and those themes. And, you know, uh, the turn of women in terms of inheritance, a very strong world and very opinionated, just like families in real life, you know, things <laughs> can get heated very quickly. Um, but yeah, it was, 
I really enjoyed playing the characters off each other. It's uh, interesting and, too. And how they saw things. Yeah, it's interesting too, the sibling dynamic, because it's almost mm-hmm. like siblings can do so many yeah. awful things to each other, but mm. then they always forgive each other. Yeah, and the, and the, and the way they speak to each other sometimes, you know, if if you if you didn't know they were sisters and you were thought they were friends, you go, oh my word, you know, you never speak to each other like that. But I think there's just something really special about that sibling uh, relationship where you can just push it, push each other to the limits, and you know which buttons to press. Um, but at the, you know, more often than not, at the end of the day, you just love each other, and you just you can just move on thing from things very quickly. You know, well, it's so. interesting because you've got that shared history with your sibling that you've had with nobody else. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting. I'm I'm sibling less. Like I don't have any siblings, okay. so it really yeah. fascinates me watching my yeah. children grow up. You yeah. know, together, and you know that's just a fascinating yeah. thing for me to watch because I never experienced. That's it. it. I mean, of you know, I'll get together you know me and my mom and I've got one brother we'll be talking about you know something that happened when we were kids and I'll be saying oh I remember when this happened and my mom would go no 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 that's not how it took you know that wasn't how it was you know and then then my brother would say something else so it's really interesting isn't it you think oh if you were all in the same room and something happened then that's how it was but of you know everyone's got their histories to everything and their perceptions and mm. how they were feeling on the day and all that kind of thing. So it's, you know, families are so complicated. There's so many grey areas. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's a lot of fun to write about. It, it is. About. And read. It's a lot of fun to read too. But yes, what, what yes. fascinates me about siblings is that you often grow up in the same household, often with the same parents and the same experiences, and then siblings can be so different. This will never that's not right. blow my mind, yeah. Michelle. It will never not yeah, blow my mind. Right, I, I look it. at my kids and I'm like, how? How are you so different? It makes no sense to me at all. The same. I've got I've, I've got a son and daughter, and, mm. and you know they're they they're completely different, and and that's it. And when the you know even when they're born, you know my son was like, you know he was like really blonde, and and then and then you kind of think, oh, you know if I have another kid, it would just be exactly the same. And and you know she came out and she was really dark haired, you know, just like my husband. And but you do you kind of expect them all to be the same? And yeah. then it's like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, know? it's fascinating. That's it. That's it. Now, I want to know, this is your debut novel. I know you've written a couple of short stories, but this is your debut novel. Um, tell me what the challenges were about writing it and, you know, then going out. It's, it hasn't been out for very long, but publicising it, all those kind of things. Yeah. I want to know the, the challenges of that because sometimes it's so unknown. Yeah, I think I think the hardest the hardest thing uh, about writing, I, I'm, I'm a real plotter, so I like to plan out everything before I even start writing because I just find it too terrifying to sit in front of a computer screen and have no idea what I'm going to do um but I, th- I think the hardest part of in a novel is when you when you get to you know if, you, if you're going to write a novel so you kind of say oh the, it's going to be about 90,000 words and then you get to that midpoint and you're about 45,000 words and and you could almost cry because you know how much work it took you to write the first forty-five thousand <laughs> words, and how long it took you, and then and then you you're like, oh, okay, now I've got to do that again. I've got to keep going, <laughs> you know. And that's that's really hard. Mm. But um, but I find that um, you know, it tends to speed up on those last few chapters. 
matters because you're so excited about finishing, you know. Uh, so it comes, it comes all good at the end. But um, I think as a when uh, you know this is my my debut novel. Um, I wrote another novel before Terms of Inheritance, and I took six years writing that one, and I paid for manuscript about three manuscript assessments, and you know I was saying to myself oh this is going to be my you know this will be my apprenticeship novel but you know deep down I was kind of going oh but I, you know it might not be you know you mm. might get picked up straight away but you know and uh and not well you didn't get anywhere I'd put it out and I'd got, I'd got to the point where I was like okay so I'm, a, I'm a gonna go again you know it's I've spent six years and it didn't get anywhere is this the path that I want to keep going on and the answer was absolutely yes mm-hmm. uh but it's kind of part, you know, you kind of think, oh, okay, you, you can see all the work ahead that you've got to do. And, uh, and I, I, you know, so get on with it and, and uh, you know, you see how you go. But you, you don't know if you're actually going to get anywhere. So you kind of, it's just about having the faith to keep going. And, you know, it's, it's time away from you, your family. Uh, you know, it's hours and hours. Um, and you get, but you have to keep telling yourself, no, this this is really what I want to do. So I'm just going to keep going. You, you know, I decided that I am going to keep going. And I, I remember when I, I was putting it out to I put it out to the banjo prize, uh, and and I was like, okay, I'm going to start sending this novel out to literary agents as well. And um, I, I, I was. I was I was not hearing anything back from them. I've got a few rejections and things like that. And I remember I was out on a run and I was saying to, you know, I was talking to my mom on FaceTime, you know, thank goodness for that. Uh, and, I, and I was saying to her, I was just feeling really deflated because I'd had a few, you know, a few form rejections and, and you're thinking, is it, is it my writing or is it just not for them or is it my query letter? Uh, and I was like, you know, maybe this isn't going to go anywhere. Anyway, the phone rang and I was like, okay, mom, I'm just going to answer this phone. And, uh, you know, phone, and I picked up the phone and it was uh, um, Roberta Ivers from HarperCollins. And she goes, oh, hi, Michelle. Um, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, uh, you entered the Banjo Prize. You've just been shortlisted. Wow. And uh, it just makes me think of that cartoon where, you know, you've got the two miners and they're both digging away to get the diamonds. And one of them turns back, you know, they're both a centimetre away from the diamond, but one turns back and one keeps going. And, and, you know, you've just got to keep going, you know, because you don't know how close you are. And it really is when you, when you put in your work out there and you're sending it off to literary agents and uh, querying it, you, you know, it's, it's a lot of it is about getting it in front of the right person. You, you don't know who that's going to be or, when it's going to be but that's why you just have to continuously keep doing it you know because it only takes one person to say yes and I've got to say but my publisher oh my gosh she's just like the biggest champion of my work she gets so excited she <laughs> absolutely absolutely loves the turn of women in terms of inheritance and and you know this was just absolutely right for her and every time I leave a conversation with her my heart feels just like it's bursting you know um yeah, as a debut author, it's 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 really difficult, but you just have to keep going. Um, and I just kind of think of the version of myself in a parallel universe where I didn't hit submit for the Banjo Prize, you know. Mm. And 
you know, I kind of wonder, well, what would I be, what would I be doing now? But oh my gosh, it was just I was absolutely elated, obviously, you know. Uh it's almost it the be- fact that, you know, writing's hard. We know that it's hard and, you know, I, I remember Holden Shepherd referring to the fifty thousand word mark as the danger zone, you know, because it's 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 not <laughs> easy to get to fifty, but it's harder to get from no. fifty to ninety, you know. Yeah, that's right. That's and so right. we keep pushing through without any guarantee at all yeah. that it's going to yeah. get published. But, you know, for me yeah. I think and probably for you as well, it's harder not to do it. So although it's really hard to yeah. do it, it takes hours away from your life. Yeah. It's harder not yeah. to do it, you know, and it's an interesting oh my interesting thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't get enough of writing, you know. I'll be when I'm writing, I'll, I'll, there'll be the, these moments where it's like everything just comes together, and I'm just in the flow, and and it's like it's almost like the stars align, you know, and yep. it's like the universe is saying to me, "This is exactly what you should be doing." You know, Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic talks about the muse and, yep. and all that kind of thing, but it's like something bigger than you know is going on, and it's just like, yes, I'm on the right track, you know. And I just love the process of creating characters from nothing, and you know, them revealing themselves to me, and and you know, I just can't get enough of, you know, what all the time when I'm um, writing my novels, um, I I enter the Furious Fiction Competition with the Australian Writers' Centre, and I, you know, it used to be every month I would be doing that, and and that's just such a great way to like test out writing different genres and finding new characters. So I just love the, I, I, yeah, I just couldn't imagine not doing it. You know, I really couldn't, and that's what, and that's what, and that's what keeps you going. That is why you, that's that is why I write. You know, because I love it so much. I'm so passionate about it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you need to be because you go to uni yeah. to study X and you, you know, will probably yeah. get a job as Y. Whereas with writing, you can spend yeah. your entire life writing and not get published, or you can write one novel that gets published the first time. You know, it's just yeah, the, the unknown is just, yeah, yeah. The unknown. But you know what? That's um, part of the beauty as well. It's just like I'm up for the challenge, you know. Yeah. It's, like when it's I was part writing, of the magic, it, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's what it is. It's it's magic. Creating something from nothing is absolute, yeah. <laughs> you know, magic. And then, um, yeah, it's just, yeah. Oh, it's just something that I've got to do, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you talked about your process in terms of being a plotter. Now, mm. is this meaning that you sort of plot all your plot points, you know, exactly what's going to happen when, but do you still get the opportunity to surprise yourself? I, I, do, I do have that opportunity. I'm very open-minded, but I do find that I tend to follow, you know, I tend to follow it. It might be I might have the odd things uh, or extra scenes that come on but I do tend to find that the overall I I do tend to stick to it you know um but I really explain it but I'll I'll plot out from from the beginning all the way through but I'll I'll plot out you know there's that external story that you're talking that 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 you're telling the reader so Mm -hmm. in terms of inheritance it's like that pitch that I just gave you but then for each of the characters they've got their internal journey that they're going through as well so I'll plot out that so uh, for example for Mel she's got to run the Gold Coast Marathon and she's you know she's never run before but um, internally you know what she what you know her want is to run the Gold Coast Marathon and inherit her mother's fortune but internally She's got this different story that, you know, uh, these uh, her past needs to be resolved and um, 
you know, she has to face things that she's never faced before in order to become a person that can finish the marathon. So I'll take I'll take the characters and I'll look at their external and internal journeys and I'll map out that as well. So I do tend to find that I stick to it. Mm-hmm. But I am open. I am open to, to changes as well. You know, I would never, if, if something better came along, then I would, you know, definitely go for it. Mm. Um, it's really, you know, I love listening to other but, people's processes. And I just don't think you can fight your process. You know, everyone sort of thinks, oh, I wish I was a bit more of a no, or that. No. But I think, I think you are what you are. And you just need to lean into that and be really good at yeah, whatever that is. Potter, right. Potter, yeah. pants or in between. There's no, there's, there's no right. There's, right or wrong it's just whatever works for you you know um and I think it it depends what kind of personality you are I mean just having it plotted out for me feels like a safety net and even though I know when as you know so for example if I know what chapter I'm going to write today I'll just I'll still be terrified at that blank page you know (laughs) but but most of you know I'll put put out all my cards but a lot of them have it it might just be it it tends to be conversations that I'll write down and then I'll just get into the flow of it and I just kind of you know follow that and create the scene but a lot of the scenes what I'm writing down on those cards are the conversations that are being had um mm -hmm. you know so that's that's how it kind of presents itself to me Mm -hmm. When, when I'm kind of plotting out I see the whole thing as like a movie in my head, yeah. you know? So, um, so it comes to me as, as those conversations that, yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. And I love hearing about everyone's process and, and where people struggle in, you know, in, in the manuscript, whether it's halfway through the danger zone or et cetera, et cetera. So it's really interesting to <laughs> yeah, hear all of yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Now you said yeah, you've why, listened, you said you've listened to this podcast many times, Michelle. So, you know, the next question right so I do I do <laughs> so why do you write why do you write Michelle for, for the challenge and for the joy of it you know as hard as it, it's it's hard creating something from nothing but I just can't get enough of it <laughs> uh, and I'm always chasing that those moments where you just feel in contentment you know and that doesn't always happen <laughs> you know that really doesn't always happen but it's just like, oh yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, it just feels, it just feels right. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I write to entertain not only myself, but, you know, I want to entertain readers. And, and now I'm so excited because, you know, terms of inheritance is just such a, obviously the inciting incident is, mm-hmm. you know, you know, not the greatest for Jackie Turner, but it just sets these four daughters off on this amazing journey. They're off on these adventures uh and it and it, it was just so much fun to write you know I just I just had to had to write this story you know I didn't know uh, when I first came up with the idea I was thinking okay I think this is gonna you know have some humor in it it's gonna be a bit, bit of a comedy and I'm like well can I write that you know because the first book that I wrote that what it was it was there was no comedy in that whatsoever and I was like, well, you know, there's only one way to find out, isn't there? You just got to give it a go. That's and that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I just dived into this manuscript because I just knew it would be so much fun, and it and it really was. You know, I'd be I'd be sitting at my computer and my husband would walk past, and I'd be like giggling to myself, and, it, and he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, what's funny? You know, looking over my shoulder. You know, what you were doing? He's like, oh, I'm just rereading this scene that I've done, or you know, or or I'd be like, you know, what you know I'll come in and he's like oh you okay and I'm like yeah 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 you know <laughs> just have to write this scene and, you, you know so it's just um 
yeah I just I just can't get enough of it I just can't get enough of it so mm, great yeah. answer and I love how the book as well just took people out of their comfort zones and although the mum's yeah. method is interesting to say the least <laughs> yes um, definitely I think it is interesting yeah, <laughs> I think it is interesting to come out of your comfort zone whenever you can because I think that's actually really good for your learning and your growth and knowing your limitations I mean I think that the greatest changes happen when we're forced out of our comfort zone yeah exactly um, you know I was I was sitting in my comfort comfort zone uh and um you know I think most a, a lot of a lot of the time we're forced out of our comfort zone when you know we're faced with some kind of adversity or mm-hmm. you know for me um my dad passed away uh, when I when he was 59 years old so he was really wow. young oh. and even even though I knew he was ill you know my son was mm. 10 months old uh, and uh, but it made me realize you know it's like oh you know everyone always says you know you don't know how long mm. you've got and make the most of it and all that kind of stuff and it was kind of going on through that but when you actually experience it you know you think 59 and 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 his passing made me stop and go you know, what is it that I, I want to do with my life? I, I, I was just asking all these big questions, you know, yeah. why are we here? What's our purpose? You know, I was in a state of shock, you know, even though we we knew he wasn't going to make it, it, it was still a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was like, it was like I was jolted awake, you know. And I remember saying to myself, because I was on maternity leave, I was a primary school teacher um, before I had my son. And it was like, I was like, well, what is it? What is it I really want to do with my life? You know, um, if I could do anything, what is it I wanted to do? And the answer was, oh, I want to write. That yeah. is what I want to do. And so I didn't go back to teaching. Um, and I kind of, you know, um, I, I, I've done a f- few other different things. Uh, and but I put all of my all of my energies into writing, you know, and I entered a short story competition, um, you know, nine years ago uh, and it got shortlisted. And uh, and then um, uh, obviously the next thought was kind of like, oh, I wonder if I could write a novel. And it really sent me on this journey. But the way I look at it is like, oh, that's the gift my dad was leaving, has left mm-hmm. me with, you know, yeah. that was his gift. That was his gift to me. You know, he might not be with us anymore, but his gift to me is for me to just take everything in, to question everything, to stop, smell the roses uh, and say, what is it that I really want to do with this one wild, wonderful life that I've got? Mm, I love that. And we often forget that, I think. I think we get stuck in the grind of paying bills and taking kids here and taking kids there. And I think... It's really important for us to take stock and go, hang on. And I love what you said about that one wild, wonderful life. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I don't want to get right. so distracted by all that other stuff that I forget to be that's really, right. truly happy. Yeah, that's right. And and not everybody, um, you know, I, I never, I'd never even thought of um, right. You know, I, I studied English literature and psychology at university and then I studied to become a teacher. But I never... Um, thought oh, oh I want to write or anything to do with writing until I asked that question about myself and really gave it some thought mm-hmm. and it's changed the whole course of my life you know I'm I'm sitting here talking to you Dana <laughs> <laughs> you know and you know so the gifts just keep coming um, <laughs> but, but it, it really it, it really is um such an important question to ask and I think what in terms of inheritance 
for me, Jackie, yes, Jackie Turner, is, you know, it's extreme what she's expecting her, ch her children to do. But the, the reason that I kind of made it like that is because for, for me, I got to that turning, I got to that turning point um, because I lost, you know, uh, I, I, I lost my dad. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people get to start asking these questions when something, you know, there's some kind of tragedy. But what I wanted from this book was like, oh, you don't have to wait to get to that point. You know, it's like, oh, you can actually stop and start asking now, uh, you know, because, um, you know, when you get when you get to the end of your life, you know, th these are the questions that you're going to be saying, you know, you know, did I do everything that I wanted to do? What would I have wanted to do more of? But you don't want to wait to get to the end to be asking those questions. You know, it's um, and, and and Jackie Turner kind of, you know, she's like she's like forcing her daughters, but she's pushing. She knows what buttons to, to press to try and get the best out of them, even though they're, they're perfect the way they are. But she she's just like, oh, you know, I know Rose always wanted to write and I just want to kind of just just give her, you know, it's just like a little shove, you know, in the, in the right direction. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I, I felt that I, I got to that crossroads and everything changed for me. And uh, and Isla's story, uh, she kind of goes on this spiritual journey and, and I drew a lot of what she goes through from my experience of um, losing my dad, but, you know, yeah. Michelle, thank you so much. You've shared so much of not only your, your writing journey, but also, you know, the experience with your, your dad passing and how that influenced you to, you know, really live your life, that wild and wonderful life and how that then is translated into your writing. And I think, you know, it's only through these conversations that we get to talk about these really important things and not just about the book, not just about the writing process, but how life has sort of, you know, directed you and, and shifted you into this place. So thank you so much for all that sharing congratulations oh, so on your congratulations on your debut book i know how terrifying um that can be so well yeah. done and congratulations it on is, that oh thank you so much it's all the emotions it's like a constant roller all of coaster, them. but yeah all overall of them. it's just it is it's really it really is a dream come true and you know if you're kind of ever thinking oh should i hit submit on that you know on that competition entry just go for it because yeah. You've really got nothing to lose. You've got nothing yeah. to lose. So Absolutely. just go for it. <laughs> I think I think generally if it's, you know, if you're all good, I think generally the answer should be yes. You that's know, right. should I yeah. should I do this yeah. thing that's really scary? Yes, you should. And you Absolutely. might not always succeed, you might fail sometimes, but I think the more you say yes to things, the more you have the opportunity to either discover Absolutely. new things about yourself, learn new things, or you know, like you said, get shortlisted for the banjo. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. You know, you just gotta go for it. That's just continuously it. it is hard, but just continuously keep putting yourself out there and and, and that's it, just say yes to life. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love that. <laughs> and I think that's a really good place to end. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Danny. Thanks for having me.